Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Apex Show. I hope you're doing great. And today we're going to be speaking about a topic. Uh, I mean, the name for that is that it takes time to build momentum. And the reason why I want to speak about that is because that was even kind of like a thing that I essentially thought about today uh, based on my reflection of putting something like 500 hours of work um, into the last five five calendar weeks that I like that just kind of happened now from the like the eight or from the start of November until the nine of December when I'm recording this right now so um yeah uh this is just kind of like an observation of mine and this year or maybe just to give you a better context about why I'm saying that like this year and even the last one I was kind of like all over the place um, I was just like traveling all the time, meeting cool people, learning new stuff, launching new successful projects, onboarding new clients, doing even full-time university at the same time. But like since the time I was 16, 17, I always just had a vision of me traveling around the world, just meeting cool people, going to cool places, living this kind of like digital lifestyle, no, <laughs> digital nomad lifestyle. Um, that was always kind of like my vision. But once I achieved that, I didn't really have the focus. Uh, so for that reason, I decided to just go like downsize my lifestyle in terms of how flashy it is and um, pretty much just go back here. Vienna, my focus, and, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, about two months ago, I downscaled about also 80% of all the activities I was doing, I was working on and doubled down on just a few things. If you know the Pareto principle, Pareto was an economist, uh, Italian one, and he was the first person in, I guess, in the 18th or 17th, maybe 18th or 17th century that studied that um, like 20% of all the wealthy people in Italy earned 80, uh, owned 80% of all the real estate, all the buildings in the country. And then later, all these economists and scientists, they really explored this principle and they, they realized that it can apply to all different areas of your life. Like, for example, if you have clients in your marketing agency or if in your different kind of business, like just 20% of all your clients end up spending 80% of, of the money or end up creating 80% of your revenue. The same is, is on the opposite side, like maybe 20% of all of your clients end up creating 80% of all of your hassles. And usually these two, these could, these two kind of like measures complement each other. So um, that was even kind of like the mentality that I used in order to downscale on the things that will be able to give me 10x returns. That... Um, that was also uh, inspired by a book uh, by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I uh, met him at one conference two months ago in Orlando. Uh, he has a very great book, 10x is easier to do x And just like a few concepts, really critically thinking about a lot of stuff. It's, it's very pretty much linked to the principle 80-20. Uh, that was coined by Pareto, but at the same time, just really focusing on the main, main tasks and rather going deep than going wide. But just to get back uh, on the on the specific topic on, on building momentum. So, yeah, two months, I downscaled pretty much a lot of things I was working on. And these two months, once I decided to downscale, I pretty much didn't have a single day off. I read, a total, I read a, quite a lot of books, um, not like some weird books, but I mean, like usually textbooks. Um, I conducted many interviews and really focused on product uh 
producing high quality work uh, and just increasing my standards on, 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 on the way how I'm able to manage team and what kind of work am I solely able to do as well as with a team. And now after two months of being focused here and not taking a day off, I finally see my performance start, starting to go up and the investment on my time is, is going up and up in terms of how much value am I able to create within a short period of time. But, but ju- just to like get you in a context, like, okay, these are these were kind of like two months of intense effort that I, for, for example, put into, into school. Before that, like just being very transparent, uh, school was never my priority, or at least university was never my priority since I was, I was for a certain period of time on the verge of quitting. And, and just like, um, I even like kind of quit um, or maybe for a period of time, plans to drop out but then I decided to drop in and even come came one month after all classes started and, and I just like begged my way, way in to all the professors just to sign me up for the uh, subjects even though all of the subjects like the registration period was well already closed for one and a half sometimes in two months and that was a very interesting scenario that happened there <clears throat> so yeah I mean like you can get your your uh, foot in the door and, and pretty much do anything you want if you have just like uh, uh but that that like that's a different topic i just want to really say here that um yeah for example like two months ago i, I just like really decided to make make the decision because since right now i have kind of like good subjects that really interest me and that i find valuable in terms of even the project partners and like multi-billion dollar companies and uh chief technical officers of really big companies um like worldwide uh, just really really great opportunity for me to get, get more experience so i just like decided to go for all in and in these last yeah two months i i can like gave it maybe um i didn't track my time for the first month or so, month or so so essentially like that 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 kind of could can be pretty much skewed but the first month I gave it something like, uh, or the first two months, I would say I gave it something like 600 hours of work. Um, the second month alone, I did 400. So the first month I was kind of like even thinking I was working hard, but at the same time, I just wasn't tracking time. And when you're not, not tracking time, you're not working that hard. So, I mean, there are like these efficiencies and even you, when you think you're doing enough there's always a next level of you and sometimes you're even able to triple your productivity like really triple three times the amount if you just optimize certain things and, and just use your time more wisely but i'll i guess like i was speaking about these concepts in a previous episode and you can all you'll also be able to to learn new stuff in the upcoming episodes that will be coming so no worries about that so yeah um In terms of like me seeing the real results from the effort that I was putting in, like the six seventy hours, like just I'm starting to feel that right now because it's specifically starting to compound mainly in school, uh, but also in other things that I was really putting a high priority on in, in these last two months. And just just maybe give you a very practical example of how I how I, for example, see this. Uh, there are these situations. When, for example, when you prepare for something, put a lot of a lot of effort in, a lot more than all the other people around you, at least you think, and then in the end you fail or underperform. The great example of this could be you are preparing for a competition in sports, 
and you just put all of this effort in the last week, you just like train a lot or you you do a lot of, of a lot of reps and then in the end you underperform and you end up lost or different example you study hard for exam in school you study hard for a week and then in the end you underperform in the exam and you receive a d or something or for grade of four if we're taking in consideration the german scale so in fact like just being really objective uh, the total you might have studied or trained in the last week, if you just put one one week before that into it, could be 70 hours, which is like great number. You think you okay, you put 70 hours of training into that, like that's so astonishing. Like that that's great. I'll definitely pass it. However, if you if you're competing against a person who has studied for studied or trained 400 hours in the last six months, or maybe in the last six, like 400 hours in the last two months and also has certain underlying skills and knowledge that you don't have you you don't really it doesn't really matter how hard you try in the last week you simply won't get past him you simply won't beat him and that's essentially the thing like there was i'm gonna like give you a very specific example um there was this one uh, uh very practically oriented subject in school that I was um like just really uh trying to be like kind of pass good it's really oriented on entrepreneurship and problem solving so something that interests me quite quite a lot and I just like studied a heck of a lot the subject requires in itself like 100 hours of studying it I've put in like 150 and I just thought that like I'm not just super pumped. I'm gonna be the best best guy here. I'm gonna have the best ideas. But then I just came into classroom and and like just those people started taking out concepts and even like the lingo that I'd never even heard before. I was like, holy crap! Uh, and um, in the end, I I ended up not getting full points uh, for the for the, like the performance or, or like essentially what we were doing there it was kind of like a discussion and. I was just like really perplexed for for a moment. I was just really disappointed because I studied very hard for that. At least what I thought hard was uh, what I thought was was enough or sufficient. And then it like got me even like listening to a few few episodes and nuggets also from, for example, Alex Ormosi. It's, it's like once you are working on something, then you're able to take different kind of lessons from different kind of resources that you you listen to it so it's great just to have a few selected resources that you listen to and and then just kind of like co- combine the lessons you you learn there uh, into your your reality and based on that just adjust your strategies to achieve more advantageous results for you but there is this fact that if you have certain skills like the, the ability for example for me to perform on that discussion on a level where I would re- receive full points requires, let's say, 100 underlying skills. Like there is not not just the skill of actually learning and knowing the stuff that you 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 are supposed to, uh, like kind of present present or or discuss about. Like there are these underlying facts, for example, or, or skills. Like one skill could be the knowledge of of like English. How how able am I express my ideas in English? The second one could be. Um, that I'm able to, for example, how able am I to think critically? How able am I to problem solve? How able am I to just structure my speech in a coherent way that I'm able to express thoughts in a 
in a concise manner, but at the same time, just just bring the whole point over to the other side and they're, they're able to comprehend it as well. And if you just like write down all of these skills or maybe like there are definitely like hundreds of them, then in, in summary, it's just like that week that I was actually studying for this specific dis discussion that was very important for me, it didn't really matter how much hours I would put in, how much study study I would put in. It's like those, maybe even if I kind of studied for 16 hours a day throughout the week that I was preparing for that, that would be around 112 hours, which is, I would never do that because I have other responsibilities, but at the same time, like 112 hours. But that's not sufficient to be able to just develop all the skills, all these sub skills that are essentially necessary for you to be able to perform on a perfect level, on a spotless level. And, and that's the thing here that essentially like the timeline, that's the reason why the timeline is so huge. Just, you just need so much time just to train your skills. You just need, you, you just need so much time to encompass everything that there's, there's to encompass and just become a whole new, new person and a whole new human being. Um, it's, it's maybe just like something that has really shifted my perspective, just being here and just having to cram so much stuff and even just to learn so much stuff within such a short period of time. It's just, I mean, like the university where I'm, where I'm currently right now, it's, it's very competitive and, and kind of very good ranked. And at the same time, I'm, I'm studying one of the even most pristine programs here. Yeah, I'm studying the only English bachelor's or undergrad program that's here. Uh, and the, it's like 240 people get in out of more than 3,000. So you can really compare the admission requirements very similar to Harvard, Stanford, or MIT for the undergrad students. And at the same time, yeah, it's just like I ended up 14th out of more than 2,000 applicants. But that time I was like, just to give you a better context, I was just studying for, like, I just like, when I finished high school, I finished high school with straight A's, like three place star from Cambridge, which is which only one out of two thousand people achieve, one out of two thousand applicants. The average statistics for that, and I just like just really crammed. I, I was like super crammy, and and at the same time, I just that summer break, I just made the decision that I would go on full transition into business, and wasn't even sure if I would even even go to the college or to go to uni, even though I was accepted, I was just like wanting to go full out on business. And that that time, I just made the decision that I would just go and, and just like do school besides business. And, and, and like business was my more of a priority than school. So that's the reason why I didn't really focus on school or on grades or, any, or anything else. And yeah, it's just like was a decision. I did that for two years, and whatever happened, I'm not just what happy because I just have so much experience, uh, much more than all the people I'm studying with. They are usually uh, kind of like okay, lost trying to search for themselves. I'm like okay, I just know so much stuff. Uh, usually in the class, and I'm now even better able to just understand where those specific nuggets that I learn and or essentially like which specific things are relevant for me. And when I learn them, I'm specifically able to apply them in client's work, which is great. Um, but back to the thing, it's just, there's so many underlying skills that um, you have to learn that it, it's just about essentially your rigidness, your, like the more you put in, the more you get out. That It's a direct correlation. It, it's just like, there are many people even my surroundings, including my family, who are asking me, why am I putting so many hours in? Like, just if I see a return there, like if if it if it's really worth it. And 
the real reason or the real answer is, is yeah it's it's worth it and it's paying off you can see like two two months i was even i was even like kind of because i'm I'm using the same tr software for tracking time the same time for about four years now uh yeah almost four years um it's i started using it in 2020 and I, I just like maybe two weeks ago i was just like looking at the time tracking because there were periods when I was tracking time when I was working and there were periods when I wasn't tracking time when I was working. And always when when I was just tracking at the time how much I was working, I was just like able to make so much freaking progress that even now I was thinking that how how was I able to do that? And the biggest shift happened when I started tracking time and when I actually went from failing in school to being a freaking superstar and, and acing everything, like absolutely everything. It, not having a single mistake on, on my A-levels. And the way how I was able to do that, I even like have all those stats, so that it's kind of great for me. I can load it anytime and just look on specifically the activities and even the volume of work that I was actually doing. And I was like studying for eight hours a day, plus then doing some other work. Uh, and yeah, essentially, like just, I, I just realized like I was studying for eight hours a day. I was studying like... If you go to high school, usually the workload comes down to studying perhaps around 800 hours a year. I, will, I ended up studying like 3,000 hours that year, uh, which is almost four times the amount of normal students study, but it seemed like my results were so much better than all the others. And and just like even coming down to OK University, universities is one and a half thousand hours every single year, which is kind of great. If you think about it, like there's this rule, Malcolm Gladwell tells you that you'll be uh, like, just to become one of the best people in the world and your craft, you have to invest at least 10,000 hours into that specific craft. And if you complete the bachelor's degree or undergrad year, you invest just about four and a half thousand hours which is great it's like half of, of that and I, I can even see it right now on me that I'm just a whole different person one while I'm finishing my bachelor's my undergrad I'm just like whole different and you can't become this person fast it's just like you can't because there's just so much stuff that you need to read uh there like every single subject I'm currently having like seven maybe just just the volume this is uh this would be just it's kind of great I'm sure like there are people who have way more content to, to learn in terms of theory. For example, people studying medicine, I'm like not really trying to um, just brag about how much stuff I have to do. No, I for sure don't want to do that. Maybe I'm just like, if there's someone listening to this who's maybe in high school, who's in maybe younger, it's just like a message that I would give to myself, younger self. Like um, every single subject I have, I have like seven or eight subjects right now. And for every single subject, you have to learn, like reading 400 pages of, of, of a book, maybe like 600 pages, yeah, 600 pages, like huge pages, A4 format, 600 pages plus something like 550 slides. And that's for every single, every single subject. And you have to know everything in order to just be able to pass and just to ace it. So... Like that's the level of work that you need to put in on a consistent basis. And in terms of university, it comes down to like one and a half thousand hours per year, which is like four and a half thousand hours in, in the end. Uh, for example, for me, me for sure, I didn't put in the one and a half thousand hours every single year before. I would 
probably approximated that until now I invested maybe something like one and a half thousand hours uh, in uh, out of the three thousand that's where I should be right now um, in terms of yeah definitely I like last year I had I had like one business um, I, I just like ended up launching so many different projects and even running projects at the same time like two different kind of projects for two different even target markets at the same time was managing it like team of six people in one project team of five people in another project uh, like doing these two things at the same time uh, then <laughs> just recording content all the time all around the clock uh, posting like six videos a day and at the same time just like, having nine subjects as this uh, with 500 slides um per, that you need to learn per, per every single subject like it, and that that was kind of my my setup and then i even decided that okay let's let's just you know, out of out of the out of the blue i just decided i i want to just start shooting more videos i even called a good friend of mine i bought a ticket for him and, and flew us to dubai where we recorded one commercial that i ne never even posted even today i had a, like a feeling that i should definitely post it since I, like it's, it's such a great commercial and i just need to create a funnel on the back end for that uh, just to be able to monetize it and uh it's gonna be great it's like just such a great project and, and even like for me this is such of a passion for me because by presenting and, and just sharing information with you all the people who are listening to this i'm like for sure uh like i know based on the statistics that there are just certain amount of people who are watching it right now but the, for sure the vision for for the future is to just to grow it even more but for for now i know that even these few people who are watching it or listening to it right now it's just even for me it's just such such a freeing um concept or i just genuinely enjoy that that every single day there are just certain things i'll learn or maybe realize based on the mistakes and things that I did in the past. And I, then I just like sit here every single evening, I record an episode for you based on all the, all the methods, just summarizing it together. And um, maybe j just even a, a bit of encouragement for you. Like for example, me, I, I never before recorded many videos in English. I essentially thought that I was not that good of a English speaker, maybe limiting, limiting belief of, of myself. Like for sure I'm studying English for... Jesus Christ, what is it? 16 years? Uh, never mind. It's just, uh, I, I even feel like my, my genuinely my English is, is even getting even better in terms of how good am I able to express my thoughts, which is, which kind of which is kind of having a ripple effect on all other areas of my life. For example, in school, I'm able to way better express my thoughts, and. Uh, and discussions and for example when speaking with clients i'm better able to express my thoughts as well and just to get the main points main main points ahead so like just doing more always pays off it's just like you have to put more more effort in but if you put more effort in you're gonna get more out and it's just about like definitely it's just about pushing yourself but like you have to firstly eliminate all the constraints you have in terms of like constraint like um the biggest constraint you have is firstly how much time and effort you actually have to be working on the stuff that's that's important to you and and then just then just give yourself the permission to invest 100 hours like the first 100 hours in and not see anything back and maybe then even 200 hours and maybe if you're like a really g invest 1000 hours into something like just really grind on something and and just do it with a, with the vision that you're not going to get anything out 
And like that, that's kind of like the thing that essentially like most people quit too early. And, and that was even the, the case of me. Like when I was starting out with different kind of projects, uh, for example, there was this project that I launched when I was in the middle of high school and uh, where I just like started training people in fitness and I already started getting some clients and like uh, then in the end I, I just quit. But in the, um, I mean, there were different reasons why I quit because I started focusing more on school, but on the other end, like, okay, I started focusing more on school and that kind of uh, helped me to get to the place where I'm right now. So I'm just n- not not taking in any bad. I mean, like, it, it's even the fallacy that, okay, are certain things good, are certain things bad? Okay, I failed back then, but at the same time, if I would have succeeded, I would have never went to the one of the best business universities in the world, which has kind of, like, had a ripple effect that I have, like, just many friends right now. We are traveling the world. We are uh, spending great time in, in, in villas in Beverly Hills. We are just, like, doing really cool stuff and, and and other stuff as well so it's very hard some, sometimes to approximate like which things will be the bad things for you even for me okay i lost there there was one project where i lost five figures uh which was all the money i had that back then i, I wasn't like in the position where i'm right now it was one of the worst experiences of my life when i was going through that but looking back at it it was just like just such a great experience for me i i learned so freaking much i became a, such a great salesperson that i'm I, I knew I, I learned how to organize huge events. I just got so much confidence out of that. I have like I, I transformed my identity there. Like that part, that thing. I, I even gained the deep passion for marketing and sales, and maybe marketing and innovation and everything else that I had. I even startups like the whole venture capital world. I'm just like so freaking excited about that. But without that project happening, without me losing five figures, I've never, I would have never done that. Um, and even the mentoring I've received from different kind of people, regardless of what they're doing, or I mean, like essentially like the, I've learned so freaking much. And even that I've been, that was the first project I was just going from a, a like unknown guy for to being and managing some of the biggest celebrities and influencers in the whole Central Europe and just getting on calls with the biggest influencers in Czech Republic. And like, just, I mean, I was just surprised what, what the hell was I doing myself. It was just really cool. So yeah, these are just like the kind of things that, that kind of have, uh, can have a ripple effect that you never know what's good, what's bad. But even as in the previous episode, like it's way better to fail than, than just not to know. The, the the discouragement, the the bad feeling you're going to have from a mission, from not doing things is way worse than actually going there, feeling, getting your ass kicked and then just going going with that. So, yeah, um, maybe just, just to circle back to, to the main point here, like just building up momentum there and the situations that I told you about that, like essentially maybe you, if, if for example... Um, you might be starting a business. Let, let's say you're starting a business, great. And you have maybe some friends who have started a business and they, in the first month, have earned, let's say, 10K or it's just like really the business has exploded and you are now working the second month on that and you don't see results. And you think you're working right. The first thing I would really assess is, is really how hard are you working? Start tracking your time and you will end up maybe uh, figuring out that you're actually spending like four weeks on uh, four hours a week on that business, which means like you're not getting anywhere with that. Spend at least 
uh, 40 hours on that business every single week, track the time, regardless of whether you have school, you're able to do that. You have 112 hours and every single week uh, with allocating it eight hours all for your sleep, which is more than sufficient to do anything you essentially want. I can even see it right now. Like just if I'm like just pushing 112 hours, I just have so much time for sleep. sleep. I'm super well rested. I'm just progressing as never before. Uh, you don't really need to take weekends or anything else. Uh, that's that that's not necessary. You're gonna get most like 95% of all the rejuvenation you need for sleep. That's it. And yet spending some time time with family and and that like for sure maybe you have time for that but in terms of if you're just like feeling bad because you're not seeing the results start seeing the bigger picture and start maybe seeing the bigger picture that the other person maybe have has is older than you or has worked in business before or has launched a business before or uh, maybe he has certain underlying skills such as sales he has been selling stuff before he has been communicating with people before he has some experience in marketing he has some experience in sales and just like all of these things great and now you just don't really see all this stack of skills that you're lacking and I even did this exercise maybe like three years ago where I essentially like just found a successful person a person who I really had like looked up to and even who has become one of my mentors lately and I just wrote down all the skills he had that I didn't have and that I knew that I had to upgrade or just just acquire if I would want to get on the on the level where where he was and all these skills were for example I can just maybe maybe just give you some for example hiring um, hiring firing team management then sales, like really good at sales, uh, DM sales, uh, sales on, on sales calls, booking calls, um, ability to, for example, work with, with tech software such as Zoom or um, Trello, uh, ability to work with customer relationship system, CRM, um, and just like video editing, shooting on camera, speaking on camera, uh, creating video sales that are copywriting, then social media management, getting traffic to social media, then just converting traffic, putting book and make things that are already expressed, and okay, ability to how how to get how to tackle taxes, how to pay taxes, how to uh, then process money, uh, how to process money via PayPal, how to process money via Stripe, how to deliver and fulfill customers customers' needs, how to structure the content, how to get testimonials how to nurture, for example, a group full of customers, how to create live events. Like just, I can be stating this for the next maybe like 15 minutes and I would never end up with the, all the skills that the, essentially the person has. And all of these skills, you can just write them down and just like put, put your focus on actually improving them. And that's it. I mean, like it's all about skill stacking. The more skills you're going to have, the more valuable you're going to be and the more value you're, you're going to be able to create. And that's even the, the thing. Like I can see that on myself. Like a year ago, I just made a decision that I would start recording videos. And you can see the ripple effect where it went or where, where it's gone. It's just like there are these certain skills that make you more valuable. For example, for me, okay, I, I genuinely improved my, my ability to communicate in general because I'm just recording these podcasts for one hour every single day. And if you're doing doing something so often, on a such regular basis, you're able to get so much feedback because you're able to hear that back again. And at the same time, you, you're you just able to make so much more progress 
like compared to people who record one podcast per week it's just like faster feedback feedback loops so yeah like they're just all of these underlying skills that you don't know you don't have and uh this is this is so freaking important like the the only thing that's separating you from actually acquiring those skills is time and energy nothing freaking else nothing you already have everything you need you can find anything you you need on the internet the only thing you need to do is like just put your ass down work on that 16 hours a day is if that's this is the thing that you actually want if, if you're really freaking committed just 16 hours a day you work on that uh, just just put your head down for the next three years regardless of where you are in the life what, what you have achieved what you haven't achieved if you failed school if you're failing school right now if you really want to change your life and make a shift make a dedicated shift for the better then you know that you'll need to work way way harder in multiples harder than those people who are like for example who you're competing against because they have been for example putting the effort in for the last six years and they're maybe okay they can be coasting now like working only one one thousand hours per year but you okay if you've been slacking the last few years then your situation might require you to actually put in okay this year four thousand hours or five thousand hours if you put that then if you if you pay the debt then you're essentially like just going to acquire all of these small skills and these all of these small skills you acquire them slowly and, and, and like one person better every single day you for example learn how to edit video better you for example learn how to use excel for your spreadsheets you for example learn how to structure tax better how to pay your taxes how to um like do accounting whatever i mean like you, you just do all of these things and the more hours you put in every single year, the more you get out. And that, that's pretty much it. And then like the, the first thing is actually like increasing your throughput in terms of how much hours and energy you have in, and focus to actually invest into your business, into your, your, your calling, into whatever you're actually working on. And the second main part is actually, okay, if you, once you already have the throughput and you're investing a lot of, a lot of energy uh, into that, like then you should start really focusing on uh, how you're specifically allocating that like if you could allocate the time better if you could delegate some stuff if you could throw out certain projects and just really start focusing on certain ones certain other ones and then just pretty much continuing doing this for the next three years i mean it's a long time period even i made a decision like like essentially just boiling it down and asking yourselves really good question and the, the question i ask myself like what's the one thing that I, if i'll do in the next two or three years will have the biggest significant impact on my success or at least all the things that I w- really want for my life in the next, let's say, 10 years. And the only one thing that I found out was just putting 10,000 hours in. And that's just like the one thing. And I know if I put those 10,000 hours in, that I'll just get such a disproportionate returns in ter- terms of uh, what kind of expert I'll become, that it'll just be very hard to compare it to anything else because that's just like, that's just like practice it's you're investing into something and um it, it's just like exploration and just all these all these other stuff you're investing into yourself like there there are even these kind of phases i've heard it today from alex Ormozzi, and it kind of like makes sense like there are these phases in life where you're learning and when you're earning but in terms of okay when you're earning i, I know a lot of the guys who have a lot of money but at the same time it's just okay once you like get in hundreds times of more than what I have, for example. Uh, but in terms of like when you like they're they're just like kind of 
diminishing returns. What that means is that, okay, once you, once you get to, let's say, 100K a year, like 10K a month, uh, then you're you're able to live a very comfortable life anywhere in the world, which is great. But at the same time, like, okay, if you're, for example, broke and you get to 100K a year, then you feel like super rich. But at the same time, okay, if you go from 100K to 1 million a year, okay, you then really start thinking about the things like, okay, what actually will I spend this money on? At 100K a year, you can already buy a pretty nice car. You can pretty already on payments. You can already be living in a pretty nice, nice house or home or apartment or condo or whatever else. At billion, okay, what are what are you gonna do? Well, just like, you're you're gonna upgrade your lifestyle even more. Like there are these disproportionate returns. Like sometimes, even for me, like I I just don't essentially want want much stuff. I just want to own as as least as possible right now. I just want to be fully focused on what I want to be doing. Um, I just like blow most of my money on equipment either way, but it's just like making really cautious decisions and. Even in terms of okay, you're gonna get two million a year. You you'll get there eventually, but what's like the what are you gonna do with that? It's just like really have a, have a plan with that. And okay, then you get from one million to 10, 10 million. What are you gonna spend the money on? You're gonna buy a nicer car, a nicer maybe car or whatever else. But like the the, the kind of returns on happiness or anything else that you're gonna get from okay having a let's say um, um, a really nice car for. 60 grand or maybe 100 grand versus buying a, now a Lamborghini Aventador SVJ for 600k dollars. I mean, like the, the disproportion the return isn't really there. And even in terms of if you buy that car, like you're really the happiest the first seven days, but after that, you kind of get used to that. Even in terms of Dan Bilzerian, who was, uh, who was one of the biggest people in the world in terms of optimizing lifestyle to the absolute peak you can, he has he has expressed this in, in a lot of videos and I'm like just, and I'm not taking any other advice from Dan Belzerian except the advice that actually he can give, which is, uh, which I really trust him in, which is like in terms of pleasure in life because he has experienced everything from like girls, from like, I'm like really weird stuff uh, to private jets to like just living in the most luxurious villas in LA and just stuff like that. And he has, he has in one video said that he bought um, a Ferrari, new 812 Ferrari super fast in in the first year he rode it maybe like only 100 miles and uh that was in just only in the first week he was kind of like maybe excited for the first 12, 24 hours that he had it and then he even forgot that that he had it at all and then you just didn't ride it at all so I mean like just these things are I, even even he said that like for example for him right now in life was what's giving him the most kind of like happiness and just enjoyment, contentment is just spending time either with friends or family and just like doing all the stuff that where money is not required, like just surfing or something. And I'm like just super on with these ideas. Like for example, for me, just really thinking about the stuff that has cost me so much money or, or like a lot of money compared to the stuff that has been pretty much cheap or, or free. Like I kind of have nicer memories with the stuff that has not cost me that much money i mean like for example okay i, I skydived in hawaii which has cost me like 700 bucks but at the same time okay that was that was a greater experience i for example swam with sharks which has cost me like 150 bucks um then what else did i do then they're just pretty much these these kind of not expensive trips that i made them they they just give me so much kind of 
enjoyment and stuff. And I just like, even now feel, feel more uh, value from the experiences that I have than from the, like just all this luxury, because I like this luxury makes you kind of un unapproachable from a certain degree from, to other people. And then it kind of even brings the other, other thing into the, uh, into the equation. I would say like, firstly, you are really afraid that you'll lose it because it, it kind of puts a lot of strain on your cash flow. So you're more fo more forced to work more in your business or essentially even if your business is right and you need to like really even even be really more focused on that. And on the other hand, just like also put so much more um, like just clutter into your equation. For example, if I know a lot of people have, who own yachts and just like all of these expensive real estates and everything else, but then they're just like clutter with, okay, there's a lot of maintenance. You just need to take care of that. And then, okay, for example, if you, even if you own a, uh, like really nice car then the car breaks down and you just need to go to the service and just replace a windshield every five five months because the the glass is uh, like very uh, specially tempered and it always just shatters even if a small rock hits it or whatever else like just there are these kind of problems of, of kind of maybe you can see you can maybe express it like rich people problems i'm not really sure if that's i'm, I'm not really up for pretty okay rich, rich people poor people I, i'm like I would like not categorize like that even for me my, my my point of view and just being in Silicon Valley and uh like just meeting different kind of people it's just like I really categorize it like I would just like categorize it very equally like, like all of us are just people and regardless of what's your like status or how much money you earn like I would say like every single person currently right now has a has an ability to live a life of extreme quality, like un unforeseen quality, regardless of how much money you have. Like if you earn 100K a year, you can just live such a great life. If you love what you're doing, like you can just live such a great life. You can do whatever you want. You can just meet all the people you want. You can just have so much freaking fun. Very comparable to someone who earns, let's say, 10 million a year I'm like just 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 take this with a bit of assault like I didn't earn 10 million yet but I'm may, when I learn or maybe essentially what when I'll get there I'll or if I'll get there I'll one day perhaps maybe say, say the same but I, that's that's at least what I, I I honestly think even based on like talk speaking to different kinds of people it's just like okay once you read that then like just okay what's here like you you can own some more stuff you can own more real estate but at the same time like okay owning real estate versus renting a real estate um definitely there are some benefits in terms of where is your money going actually if you're um, accumulating more assets or liabilities or if you're just blowing up expenses this is more accounting stuff Roger that poor that uh yeah but for example for me right now just paying for rent I, I don't need to take care of anything. Like there's just maintenance is taken care of. Even cleaning of the whole place is taken care of where I live right now. It's just like, I have a gym here. I can move it to a different place whenever whenever I want. I'm just like feeling so free and I have no worries. And these worries are just like things that if I would own that stuff and anything would break and I wouldn't be able to leave and like just all of these things. I mean, like, I'm not sure if that is is worth actually owning the stuff. 
and in terms of generating returns, you can generate more returns if you're just focused on what you actually do the best and become the best in the world on that, which, okay, I'm like just on a track to, to hit the 10,000 hours, uh, but that's a different point. So yeah, um, I kind of got, got out of the topic where I was actually going, but never mind. Let, let's just get back on track. So the main point is pretty simple. Um, or maybe even of everything that I've expressed before. The returns, the main returns come in five to six years of consistent building of something. If you look at the majority of all big successes in the world, it all happens sequentially. Five to six years with big focus and then all at once. If you look at Gymshark, even how Gymshark started, like Gymshark was a pretty small company and then out of a sudden it just like started booming and Ben Francis was investing energy there all the time. And like just you sometimes like when you start a business or when you start working on something, at first like the business works more on you than you're actually working on it. You're just learning all the stuff that, that's going to help you down the road. And so the main point here, if you're grinding off, which is a must in the beginning, I must say, and, and not seeing any results, just keep keep in mind that it takes approximately 10,000 hours of rigorous practice to become good at something, like just to become world-class. If you want to become a good coder, the software developer, you, ne- you need at least 10,000 hours. If you put these 10,000 hours in, then you, you will be able to tackle these high-level problems and perhaps get a salary of 100 to 200 grand. Now, like... Now, there has even been this experiment that has really proven the natural talent doesn't really exist. That there was this experiment conducted with violin players. It happened in Germany, and um, it was like an experiment that was conducted in a period of like twenty years. And like first off, they they found violin players that. Um, like just a group of violin, violin players, uh, like children, maybe five five years old, and they, they just started started playing the violin, and they didn't really track those specific kids until they were like age twenty, and then really assessed which ones have really broken through and, and became famous or just became like really good in what they actually did, and just like really top of their class playing in all these big orchestras and all these big shows and even perhaps earning a lot of money with that. And what they found out is that it it was all just about like those violin players who made it big just put those 10,000 hours in. And by the age of 20, only those ones were the ones who were the like the best ones who were selected for the biggest big, biggest concerts and biggest shows like just those ones who put those 10,000 hours of rigorous practice in. Uh, there were some begin- uh, differences in beginning. For example, the kids that were playing sports that had better motion control or in terms of how, uh, I'm not sure how to, cognitive abilities, not cognitive abilities, but like essentially mobility abilities that they, they were able to move their fingers better because they were uh, playing sports, the muscles were more, more developed, they were better able to control their bodies and that kind of helped them uh, to to better um, just be able to play the violin. But these differences kind of phased out after the first, like let's say year or so. And the main thing was here that like only, only, only those kids that have, put those 10,000 hours in, were the ones that were selected, which was like kind of really 
perplexing that they're just like, okay, it, it's so freaking simple. Just just put those 10,000 hours in. And even, even in terms of coding, like that's the same with software de developers. You just need to put those 10,000 hours in. And if you put 10,000 hours in, then you're going to become great. And that's the same with anything else you choose. If you just put, put the time in, then it's going to, you're, you're going to receive that back, but you're not going to receive that back immediately. But you're going to see, start to see the compounding returns after those 10,000 10, hours which you put in. And if you just stick to it and just, just wait for the re results to come to you, they'll eventually come. You just need to be patient enough. And 10,000 hours is equal to approximately 10,000 hours of work. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, no, 10,000 hours is equal to approximately 10 years of work. Uh, yeah, natural talent doesn't exist. And maybe if you're like a crazy person who's willing to go all in, it might you might be able to pull it in two years. Um, in in like in the last five weeks, I did something like 500, 500 hours of work, and in a pace with sixteen hour days and no days off, you might be able to pull this off within two years. Um, which is definitely not recommended I would say I'm just like really curious and um I feel kind of good with with just just trying stuff out I'm not sure if I'll do that but at the same time I know that like the 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 major all the major things that I want to achieve or essentially are, are standing behind these 10,000 hours and if I just hit these 10,000 hours then I'll eventually get get past that and maybe just just to get a pinch of salt to, to what I just said that's just those 10,000 hours need to be really focused and they need to be like, you just need to really be focused and, and, and put the effort in just like won't happen. If you put 10,000 hours of, of like the week hours where you just, it's the same as, as going to the gym and, and having a workout. Like there is a difference between having a, like just, just lifting weights and, and just going through the motions to actually like having really, really real badass workout where you are sweating, where you're just like, a feeling that you're gonna faint and that's the the kind of effort like you fainting yeah that that's the kind of effort i'm, I'm speaking about these ten thousand hours need to be that you just need to force yourself to the next level just to become a new person just to do new stuff just to force yourself to grow by any means necessary and that's what's required and, and just maybe to get get you in a get different context i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna record a different episode on this but just how i'm able to really work 16 hours a day with feeling kind of great and even in terms of health and everything else it's just like I definitely structure my life just to be able to handle that kind of workload but at the same time I just like keep track of my health pretty well I eat a lot of fruits and just like have the, the even like just nutrition in a very I'm handling nutrition in a very good way I'm working out six times a week um um I'm su I have a super optimized environment schedule and everything else. Just like keep in mind this that I'm just like not trying to be super weird and just sleeping four hours a day. No, I'm I'm sleeping seven to eight hours a day. Yeah, that that's the difference. Uh, so that's the reason why I have a lot of energy and I'm taking great care of myself. And for that reason, I'm able able to perform on a such a high level. And maybe just just a few notes to finish this off. It's just like everything compounds. Your effort compounds the most. You need to get get more practice that's that's it it's just like stop finding the shortcuts like just put your 10,000 hours in you need that the research has proven that even like there has been this one book called super founders which has really analyzed all these 
major successes, all these founders throughout the last 40 years who have ended up founding companies with a valuation more than $1 billion. Now, like the unicorns, otherwise said, all these founders on average like founded a company, uh, their billion-dollar company at the age of 34, uh, like the average ones. Like you only hear, hear the guys who have dropped out from Harvard or just like all these big schools and that have pursued their businesses, uh, like launching their businesses and and uh, and just becoming great. Essentially, like the majority of them, like just just the mean mean average was was thirty four. Some of them even started at the age of forty five. Maybe even the the the, the co founder and the founder of Slack. He has founded the company. I'm I'm like just in late forties or so, or in forties in general. I mean, like you, you can definitely become great in the uh, like even in the future because you have a more experience but that's it like you you just need more experience the more experience you have the more the better opportunities you're able to recognize sooner like definitely opportunity recognition is great greater but at the same time like the second thing is that you're actually able to act on that on those opportunities that's an even more important thing because most people can't act on opportunities, but you will be able to act on them. You'll be be able to execute them. And the only thing that's separating you from being able to execute on those specific opportunities is the practice and experience, experience that you'll need to gain. And the only way how you'll gain that is to just gain it and put those 10,000 hours in. So it's just, it's just like a debt that you need to pay. Imagine that you're 10, like 100, you're 10,000 hours in debt and you need to pay it. One, one, like hour by hour. And if you look at all these big people in the world, like, for example, like social media influencers, Logan Paul, Drake Paul, uh, maybe even fighters, uh, look at Conor McGregor, look at um, maybe like some of these, even Bill Gates, like in, this was specifically described in the book by Malcolm Gladwell, the, the rule of 10,000 hours. It was like they have put 10,000 hours in of practice before anyone even knew who they were like bill gates was coding from the age of like 12 until the age of 18 where and between that period he has developed multiple systems for like uh traffic lights and and countries and and like towns and everything else and he has put these ten thousand hours in and when he already came to howard we know he was one of the best people in the world in coding and that's the reason why he dropped out because he was already kind of aligned with his vision and he already knew how to execute on that because he had his practice in in terms of Conor McGregor, he has put relentless hours in. He, in terms of Logan Paul, he has just had a crazy work ethic for where he was for more than one and a half years, I guess, or a year. I'm not sure, sure what the specific length was, but for, for such a long time, he was re, he was recording one block per day. I mean, like, look at this. Just seek volume in everything. It's just like you need to put the volume in. That's it. Nothing else. It, like the, the work just needs to be done. The work is waiting for you to do it. And the sooner you you suck it up and, and tell yourself that you actually need to do it, the sooner you'll succeed. So, yeah, in terms of building your momentum, like know it takes time and just don't stop. Maybe that's the final tip that I'll give you. Just don't stop. Once you just start working on something, then just don't stop. And maybe sometimes even skipping holidays, skipping uh, days, days off, skipping days off like that's that not skipping workout days but actually skipping days off could be a great great deal for you sometimes it's it, that's that's what's necessary to just get to the next level and you must be able to make actually the accurate decision based on what you actually feel so 
yeah, um, it's up to you. If you have any questions, if you have any remarks, feel free to shoot me a message on my Instagram, jacob.bartek. I'm very happy to answer any questions. Um, uh, yeah, people sometimes write me about like my program or just like specific tips for now. Um, even though I'm not going that often to my Instagram because I'm pretty focused, um, sometimes when I'm there or maybe when some member of my team is there as well, like you'll definitely receive a reply. No worries about that. And also, if you have any remarks, anything else, free to, feel free to share them with me. We are very open and we are always here to just provide you with as much support and, and um, as we possibly can. And yeah, so with that being said, it was great speaking to you today and have a great one. Bye.